This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast about ways to help ourselves to create happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative lives. This week, we'll talk about why it's helpful to remember that the things that go wrong often make the best memories. And we'll ask, are you in an age of expansion or an age of concentration? I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm, you guessed it, right here in my home office in New York City. And joining me today from the office and writer's room that also serves as her bedroom in gorgeous Puerto Rico is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living usually in L.A., but right now in Puerto Rico filming Fantasy Island for Fox. Yay! Yay! Gretchen, before we dive in, we have an update from a Gretchen in Missouri, but not you, Yeah, <laughs> about designing her summer. She says, as a teacher, summer is a big deal to me. I have two sons, and for the last few years, we've each worked on our summer bucket list using the attached template at dinner on one of the first days of summer. It brought joy to my heart when my 15-year-old asked just this morning, Mom, when are we going to work on our bucket list? I found that giving categories as shown on the template, projects, people, adventures, foods, etc., was much more manageable for kids than the wide-open question, what do you want to do this summer? Beyond the obvious reasons that you described for designing a summer, using this sheet has had a couple of added benefits. First, I saved the paper copy, so it is great fun to look back and remember what we've done over the years and to see the changes in hobbies, friends, and even handwriting. Second, my husband is in the Navy Reserves, and many summers he is gone for his reserve duty. This summer, he is in the midst of a nine-month deployment overseas. Having this list keeps me motivated during the times when the days are very, very long. I know the years are short, too. (laughs) 
So in the attached template, Gretchen's summer bucket list was three local adventures and then room to list one, two, three, four big projects I want to do, one, two, three, four, three people I want to hang out with, two things I want to get better at, six fun and extraordinary things to do at home, and then a general thing for uh, things I want to make and or eat this summer. So I thought that was a really fun idea, and I love the idea of using it as, again, a kind of memento, ongoing souvenir. Yeah, of your summers, of your family summers. Yeah, Um, that was a great great idea. Great. Now, Elizabeth, this try this at home tip has come very close to my heart recently, (laughs) and that is to remember. The things that go wrong often make the best memories. And we've talked about this before because this was a very wise thing that our mother said to me. I was rattled before my wedding. I was thinking about like how my veil could come off my head (laughs) and everything. And she said, remember, the things that go wrong often make the best memories. And I've never forgotten it. Yes. And it's comforting because it's true. Yeah, (laughs) Um, it really is. So, Gretchen, what is making you think of this aphorism now? Okay, because last week I passed out on live television. Oh, my God. Okay, so I was not on camera, fortunately, because they were covering someone else's else talking. (laughs) But I was mic'd up. I had already spoken on camera. We were in the middle of a segment, and I just passed out cold. So, Greg, you have to tell the story. What happened? Okay. Give us all the details, because this is okay. this is something that, you know, you will remember forever. I will remember this for the rest of my life. Okay. So, I often will go on to CBS This Morning, which I love to do. And because of COVID, I have not been going into the studio. And this time, for the first time, I didn't record. Usually, I would record it from my apartment. But this time, a mobile studio van came. And so there was a van parked just down the street from my apartment, which turned out to be very handy. So I was in a van, like this very cool little mobile van. And I I was really looking forward to doing this segment because Drew Barrymore was subbing in for Tony DeCoppel. And I'm a huge fan of Drew Barrymore. And Elizabeth, of course, we had her on the podcast in episode 44. Yes, to talk about her memoir, Wildflower, which we both loved. Yes. So I thought, oh, this is going to be really, I always love to do this. It'll be especially fun to have this like little moment with Drew Barrymore. So I'm there and everything was fine. And then got it set, waited, they did the countdown and then they started the segment. And then just before they gave me my first question, I started to feel really lightheaded and I started seeing spots in front of my eyes. And Drew Barrymore asked me this great question about happiness Mm -hmm. and I gave a terrible answer. I could not get the words out. It was hard to talk. I couldn't think straight. I mean, it was terrible. So, okay, so it was the the host and it was me and another commenter. So so they, they went from me to the other person She answered very well. And then I got another question. And this time I answered fine. It was about design your summer, one of our favorite subjects. And I thought, okay, this is fine. Like, I've recovered myself. That was bad that I I had that moment and gave that bad answer. But now I'm, you know, back on my feet. This is fine. And the next thing I know, I'm waking up, (laughs) coming back from the long distance, covered in sweat. The very nice guy in the van is like, are you okay? Are you okay? What's going on? Um, you had fainted. 
Yes. And I took some deep breaths. I drank. He gave me some water. I drank some water. I was fine. He's like, it was okay. They weren't on you when it happened. So somebody watching TV live would not realize what, you know, they just told them, you know, don't come back to you. <laughs> um, Whatever you do, don't come back here to this yeah, 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 person. Yeah, Pass yeah. that on the table. Yeah. So, Grudge, what do you think happened? Now, the thing is, this happens to me every, every once, once, once in a while. I mean, like once every 10 years or, or so, somehow conditions are quite right. I've talked to my doctor about it. It's not a big deal. And I think in this case, it was probably some weird combination of the close air in the van. Maybe I hadn't had enough to drink. Usually I do eat breakfast before I do morning TV, just because I'm like a real food person. But this morning I was like, well, it's not even nine o'clock. I don't, that's just when I usually eat breakfast. I'm not, I wasn't hungry at all. So I didn't eat, which, okay, mm. I will eat. And I think, you know, now I should be in the clear for the next 10 years um, because it happens so rarely. But what are the chances that it happens to me on live TV? Oh, Gretch, that is, I mean, even though I, I, when you told me the story, I was commiserating. But also, I mean, I couldn't help laughing because just the idea of it is so absurd. And also, you're always so well prepared you're so um, well-spoken, like of all people to pass out on live TV. You're the last person in my whole life that I would expect for this to happen to. Well, I got to say, I mean, Jamie had kind of the same reaction because like the person who was helping me, you know, made sure that I got to my apartment and, you know, very nice. And I go in and Jamie's home, of course, pandemic. And yeah. so he's like on the phone. I'm like, you got to get off the phone. And he's like, Why? Questioner, right? Why? I'm like, because I say so. <laughs> and, and so I lie down on the sofa and I'm like, okay, I got to tell you what happened to me. And so he sits down and I explain to him, I take him through the whole thing. He's very sympathetic, very comforting. And then in this very gentle voice, he said, you know, the thing is, it is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, probably wasn't funny yet. It wasn't funny yet. But I was starting to get a little perspective about it. And I have to say, everyone was so nice about it. Mm. So after I talked to Jamie and I had a little bit more water, had something to eat, I called my producer, couldn't have been nicer about it, just very concerned for me. But the, the, one, the, the one thing when I really did start to see how funny it was, so I was talking to the producer and she said, well, we heard a crash and we didn't know what happened. And for some reason, the fact that I actually made a crash really cracks me up. I and I don't know why. <laughs> oh, this is the, dra- the drama. I don't know. I flopped over on this desk that they had in front of me. And I don't know why. But when it first happened, I was so awash in so much negative, horrible, oh dreadful, gosh. terrible emotion. Yeah. And I mean, Gretchen, if they had not been so understanding, it could have been a long time that this really sort of haunted you. You know, you could have stayed in a negative place, but everyone being really nice and understanding and putting it into perspective, I think, helped you bounce back. Yeah. Now, Elizabeth, one of the things you said is I was telling you and you said, well, you know, you think you gave a really terrible answer, but I bet no one noticed. And I was Mm. like, oh, no. I bet they noticed. Um, So why don't we play a clip from the show so people can hear how I sounded as I was getting increasingly lightheaded and seeing those spots flash before my eyes. And listen, I'm going to take off my headphones because I cannot bear to listen to it. So give me a thumbs up when it's safe for me to get back listening. Will do. And Gretchen, I can't think of anybody better than you to speak about how we keep 
happiness alive over the fear that we've all carried with us for well over a year now. Right, and as we're navigating being in different circumstances with people who might have different practices, different uh, uh, systems that are, are they need to, we need to think about just having good manners and uh, trying to make people feel as comfortable and as confident as they can um, with whatever the conditions are. Hey, Tara, how do we let kids have a... Well, Gretchen, I have to tell you, I don't think your answer, even though you were feeling lightheaded, was as bad as you do. I mean, yes, I will say I know I, if I saw it, I would probably notice that you weren't your usual perfectly spoken self. But I I really don't think it's that bad. OK, well, I, that's good to know because I haven't been able to make myself watch it. So that's yeah. comforting. <laughs> but how about you, Alyssa? Do you ever find yourself thinking, oh, things that go wrong often make the best memories? Well, Gretch, it's funny you should ask because I recently had one of these experiences. So Sarah yeah. and I are in Puerto Rico doing Fantasy Island. And before we started shooting, we had to do this big thing called a show and tell. And the show and tell is when you have the network, the studio, marketing, all sorts oh. of departments. It's about 70 wow. people. Wow. And there's a presentation on the look of the show and the, the cast and all of that. Wow. And Sarah and I had to give an introduction to this. So it was something mm -hmm. we'd written, we had spent a lot of time on. Of course, we had done our makeup and our hair yeah. and looked nice. I mean, it was a big deal. And this was on Zoom, of course. And so we're in my hotel room and we're there and the thing starts and Sarah and I are talking and it's my section and I'm going at it with all of my heart. And suddenly Sarah's yeah. tapping me. Uh -huh. and I'm like, what is she tapping me for? And she's like, uh -oh. we're not on. And I was like, what? Uh I was so intense in what I was saying. I did not notice that we had been kicked off the internet. Oh my gosh. We were oh no longer in the Zoom. And this is, again, oh, 70 people right. waiting for us. Oh, my And gosh. now, Gretchen, I'm not proud to say that I absolutely panicked. I was like yeah. chicken with my head cut off, <laughs> panicking, panicking. Luckily, Sarah stayed calm. And um, we couldn't get back on the Internet. Luckily, our assistant was there, Kimberly, and she was able to get on the Internet. So we used her computer for the rest of the presentation. Oh. But again... I have to say, even like a day later, we were like, remember yeah. when we got kicked off the internet during the show and tell? That was so yeah. funny. Like right. out of all the things like that have happened here, it is, again, one of those things that's going to end up being a great memory, even though at the time it seemed so awful. Yeah. Well, one thing is research shows that when things are surprising or upsetting, we remember them better. And when things are going smoothly and just as planned, it just doesn't stick in our memories. So one of the reasons that they often make the best memories is they, ma they make striking, vivid memories, you know, memories that we remember. So you don't remember all the happy days of shooting. You remember yes. the day when something <laughs> went bad. But we should say that our mothers said they often Right. Make the best memories because they do not always make no. the best memories. Certainly, we should acknowledge that things go wrong that do not make good memories. Yes. But in both of these cases, I think we will laugh about you passing out on live television <laughs> for decades to come. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the show and tell, you're like, yes. well, at least I, did. I got kicked off the internet. I'm having internet problems, yes. as one does, but at least I wasn't talking to 70 people. 
Yes. Um, and I will yeah. say, Gretchen, it also, I think because you are the last person that anyone would expect that from, that makes it funnier. Oh, well, that's, see, what a nice way to reframe it. <laughs> Elizabeth, the queen of the reframe. Uh, let us know if you do try this at home. If there's ever been a time when remembering that the things that go wrong often make the best memories has worked for you and helped you through a painful situation. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com or go to happiercast.com slash 327 for everything related to this episode. If you want to watch that segment mm. of CBS This Morning and you want to see uh, what I look like just before I pass mm-hmm. out, I will put that in the show notes. And Gretch, I do want to tell everybody that you talk to your doctor. Yeah. Oh, everything yes. is fine. Yes. Nobody needs to write in with medical advice because you've already consulted your doctor. Yes. Yes. This is all squared away. <laughs> it's nothing to worry about. Yes. Yes. Do not worry about me. Thank you. Coming up, we have a happiness hack related to this incident. But first, this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for a happiness hack, which came out of your fainting incident. Yeah, well, this is a hack that I had the the forethought to do because of all my research into the five senses. And so as part of my research in the five senses, no surprise, I've been researching touch and the power of the human touch. And so when I came home 
And I was so rattled. I was lying on the sofa and I started to tell Jamie what had happened. Like this was the hardest time, right? Because this was before I'd had the time to put it into perspective. It had just happened. And I was also still feeling kind of sick from what happened. So Jamie sat down across from me and I said, no, come here. I want to hold your hand when I tell you what happened. And that's because I know from my research how powerful the sense of touch is. Mm. And I, I have known before that like if you're having like if you're fighting with somebody or arguing with someone, it can help to touch them, like put your hand on their back or to hold their hand. And I just thought this will help me. And Jamie came over and he just held my hand in his two hands. And it really did help me feel comforted faster, mm. I think. And the thing is, I asked for it. You know, it's good to remember that, oh, maybe I should hold this person's hand. But maybe you need to say, hey, I need you to come over and hold my hand. Yes, that's a great hack. Ask someone to hold your hand. Who who could be against that? Right, right. Or yeah, or just, you know, put your hand on their on their arm or something. If you feel like you can't ask them to do it for you, maybe put your hand on the arm. But that little bit of human connection um, can really help. So that's my hack. But also, I have a request for hacks from listeners. As we're heading into summer... I am looking for ways, not sunscreen, but other ways to protect skin from the sun because I like have red hair. So I have to really think about not getting sunburned. So do you have super light pants, like super light yoga style pants for a walk? Do you have special sunscreen shirts or hats or anything? I'm looking for not sunscreen because we've talked about sunscreen, but other Mm. ways to block out the sun as we are roaming around outdoors and trying to protect ourselves from the sun. Yeah. So if you have any uh, sun protecting hacks, send them our way. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for a know yourself better question. I love this one. Okay. So This is a Know Yourself Better question of, are you in an age of expansion or an age of concentration? And what does that mean? It sounds so poetic. Okay, so this is how I came to it. It is so strange what we remember over the course of our lives, right? And so I remember being in 10th grade and reading the essay, very famous essay, The Function of Criticism at the Present Time by the eminent Victorian poet and critic Matthew Arnold. And in that essay, he introduces his theory of epics of expansion and epics of concentration. And in his view, an epic of expansion is when people generate new ideas. So this is unusual. This is like Periclean Athens or Elizabethan England. And then an epic of concentration is where these new ideas are sort of digested. They're analyzed, Mm -hmm. they're criticized, they're expanded upon. But I realized that in my own mind, I've evolved these ideas to be ages of expansion and ages of concentration in my own life. So sometimes, you know how you're in an age where like everything's getting bigger and there's lots of new people and new activities and new challenges and lots of new and, and, and you just feel like your world is getting bigger. And then in an age of concentration, it's like you're digging in, you're going deeper. Mm. And so like with Fantasy Island, would you feel like you're in an age of expansion or an age of concentration? I have my theory, but what do, what do you say? I would say definitely an age of expansion because as yeah. you said, we're coming, coming to Puerto Rico 
meeting all the crew, having a staff, doing the scripts. It's just expand, expand, expand. So Fantasy Island is a big age of expansion and being spread out. Now, when it's over in a few months, Sarah and I will likely go back into an age of concentration where we like think about if we want to write a pilot, what is our next project? That's when we get close, just the two of us. And as you said, go deep. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. I bet for people like you could be in an age of expansion in one area of your life and in an age of concentration in another area of your life. So you could be doing both at one time as well. Absolutely. Like, I wonder if having a new baby is an age of expansion, because I remember thinking, like, there's so much, so many new responsibility. There's so much new equipment. There's so many new (laughs) things about the world and about babies that I didn't know. I felt like my world was just like learning, like the learning curve was huge. And I was at the bottom of it. Yes, but it's also an age of concentration, because I think never in life are you so focused on one thing as when you have an infant. It's like the only thing that exists in life is your baby. So it's also an age of concentration. It's sort of both. Yeah, maybe that's why it's such an intense experience because you're simultaneously (laughs) got expansion and concentration. Yeah, and it's interesting for me because I would say in some areas of my work, it's expansion, but then in other areas, it's concentration. So it's just just helpful, I think, as as we consider how an experience is landing or how we're feeling Sort of you're like, well, this, wow, it feels like there's so much to take in. I, I, I feel like it's, it's hard to keep up with everything. I need like two hours of extra sleep every night just to process what I'm going through. You're like, well, this is an age of expansion, and, and that's how that is. And then if you have an age of concentration, that has sort of a different feel to it. Yeah, I always just find it so helpful to name things. Yes. They're not good or bad. It's just interesting to name them and understand yes. what you're experiencing. Yeah, it's so hard to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. But sometimes having these this vocabulary can be clarifying. Coming up, Gretchen gives herself a New York City walking-related demerit. <laughs> but first, this break. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has green light. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. 
Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Okay, Gretchen, you are up this week with a happiness demerit. Yes, okay. So, uh, as I mentioned, I'm working on this book about the five senses, so I'm doing all this research. And so, of course, when I heard that the American Museum of Natural History was having an exhibit called The Nature of Color, I thought, well, I have to go. Because not only am I interested in the five senses, I have a particularly long fascination with color. So I was very excited to go. And here's where the numeric comes in. It was a gorgeous day here in New York City, so I decided, you know, I'm just going to walk across the park and go to the museum. And just for the heck of it, I thought, you know what? I really have never known exactly how long it takes me to walk across the park. I always think it's like, you know, probably like 45 minutes. But why don't I time it and just see how long it exactly takes? So I walked across the park. It was 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. And the difference between something being a 20-minute walk and something being a 45-minute walk is gigantic. I think I would have made many decisions differently Mm -hmm. in my life if I knew it was just 20 minutes to walk across the park. I think that I had such a dramatic overestimate because, you know, Elizabeth, you lived in New York City. Every little neighborhood, every little five blocks, 10 blocks, you're in a dramatically different ecosystem. So it often feels like you're traveling very far when you're not actually going very far. It's just like going from the east side to the west side in New York City is like across town. Yes, yes. But it's not. It's a 20-minute walk. And now I think I'm just going to walk across the park all the time. But I have lived here for years and I just never bothered. We've said this, like, if you're complaining about yes. how long, how much time you spend on the dishwasher. Time it. Time it. Oh, so anyway. Funny. Well, Gretchen, I have to tell you, L.A. is the opposite. It always takes Ooh. longer to go from one place to another than you think. Ah. I've never had it take less time. You think, oh, it'll be 15 minutes. Inevitably, it's 25. Oh, right. Yeah, well, no, it was a very pleasant surprise. That was part of what was so surprising about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, Liz, so that's my demerit. Now I know, and I will remember, time yourself. It always helps to know. Um, what is your gold star? 
Okay, I am giving Gold Star to a book that I have been waiting for, Gretchen, I gotta tell you. Mm. Andrew McCarthy of Pretty in Pink fame has a new memoir out called Brat, an 80s story. And I grew up in the time when Andrew McCarthy was huge. So I've been very interested to read his memoir. He's a really good writer. It also happens that he was both on and directed um, one of the shows that Sarah and I were on called The Family. So I'm Mm -hmm. interested in him for that reason as well. But anyway, I just loved it. I love being taken back to that time. I loved hearing behind the scenes on all these movies I'd seen. And I listened to it, which I've found here in Puerto Rico. It's a lot easier for me to listen to books. Mm. And he has a great voice, of course, for reading. So just thoroughly enjoyable. Well, listen, I got to tell you, uh, hearing you talk about it made me want to read it. So I read it too. And then I went and watched St. Elmo's Fire as well. (laughs) And I watched Class, which is his first big movie. So anyway, Uh if you're interested in the 80s, read Brat by Andrew McCarthy. It is a very thought-provoking memoir. It's very interesting. The resources for this week. Did you know that you can now give my SMS challenge, if you like, if you know someone who is looking for more outer order and inner calm in their life, you can consider giving my Outer Order Inner Calm 30-day text SMS challenge. Your gift recipient will get 30 days of simple, concrete ways to declutter their life and make more room for happiness. You can click the link in the show notes or visit GretchenRubin.com SMS. Also, every week I have a free newsletter. I send an email with five things that are making me happier, plus links to new blog posts, lists, quotations, other updates. You can join the free weekly newsletter at GretchenRubin.com slash newsletter. Now, what we're reading this week. Elizabeth, what are you reading? I am reading Destiny's Embrace by Beverly Jenkins. It is a full-on romance, and I am loving it. How about you, Gretch? Yes, I am reading Meander, Spiral, Explode, Design and Pattern in Narrative by Jane Allison. Boy, that sounds esoteric. It's really good. And that is it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Remember, the things that go wrong often make the best memories. Let us know if you've tried it, perhaps unwillingly, uh, and if it worked for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Gretchen, I should have given you a gold star for dealing with your um, fainting situation so well. Oh, well, (laughs) thank you very much. You deserve it. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Consider it done. (laughs) From the Onward Project.